Welcome back. In this week's episode, we discuss the police disbanding the protests in Canada and in Israel, Russia versus Ukraine, and Kyle Rittenhouse suing LeBron and Biden. I'm Rody. And I'm Ryan. And this is the Right Side of the Compass podcast. All right, Ryan, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, the the weather is all right. I'm ready for spring. Are you ready for spring? Well, I mean, I don't I don't know about you, but I actually kind of like the cold. I'm a mm. big cold guy. So you're a cold guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh. I, I'm like uh, I was born in spring, so uh, I I kind of have my foot in both camps. I like the cold, but I also I'm fine with the warm. So I'm just. You know. No, I understand the the idea because you can always put on more layers and yeah. there's so many layers you could take off, at least for the heat. But yeah. I mean, I personally just like the hot better. It's just, <laughs> you know, I, I it, at some point it just becomes too hot and I just feel all schwitzy. It's just ugh, it's it's gross. I, I, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, so we want to have more discussions and, you know, we can only do that with your help. Uh, dear listeners so you know please like the video share it with your friends subscribe to the channel in addition we are available to listen where all your favorite podcasts are found you can also reach out to us by commenting on our videos or reaching out to us on instagram at the right side of the compass this would be a great help and if you want to support independent creators such as ourselves this is the the best way you can do so so let's jump right into it to the first topic so Canada, um, after, so, you know, a few, was it like a week ago, um, Trudeau announced saying that there were, uh, enacting the, uh, was it emergency, um, act and basically they're cracking down on the protesters in, in Canada and in other, and other countries are doing the same. Um, so like in, for example, Israel also, um, you know, it wasn't as big as Canada, but they also decided to have the police. They sent the police in there and, you know, kind of uh, disbanded um, the protest. So um, so what do you what do you think about uh, all that, uh, Ryan? Right. So first of all, it's important to note that even though he was Trudeau, that is, uh, even though Trudeau was, you know, cracking down, quote unquote, on these protests, um, it NPR reports that he did revoke their emergency powers. So <clears throat> even though these uh, deplorable terrorists were destroying the streets of Canada, it seems to be over for at least for at least the government. Um, so that's at least good to hear that they're not using the emergency powers on the uh, on the on the protesters as of as of this moment. But uh, in terms of him when he was using his emergency powers to crack down on them, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's obviously very tragic, you know, for the past two years, we've been uh, enduring peaceful protests as it were. Um, and so now that we actually do have pe- obviously peaceful protests with uh, quotations that our <laughs> listeners can't hear us, but uh, my, my uh, quotation marks are in the air. Um, but uh, now that we actually do have peaceful protests, they're just honking, uh, having a good time. Um, and all that, it's, it's tragic to see a government, you know, just re- really take peaceful protesting and 
destroy it to, you know, and, and not destroy, that's not the right word, more of, uh, I guess, use it as a scapegoat for, uh, for their political uh, regime. It's, it's just, it's just tragic. And even uh, some of the Hollywood left is calling it out. Who, uh, what's that uh, Marvel act- actress's name? Um, plays Ant, uh, the Wasp in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Evangeline, Evangeline Lilly, uh, a native born Canadian. She posted a video condemning, you're saying, she didn't, she didn't even condemn. She just kind of said, hey, Trudeau, uh, these are your people. As much as you don't want to admit it, these are your people. And even if they're wrong, she I think she even said, I'm, I'm not sure. I watched it and I don't remember exactly everything she said. Really? Um, wow. But she said, like, you just have to sit down and talk to them. These are the people that, that whether you like it or not, these are the people you rule over. And you need to you need to you need to go sit down with them. So she's now getting calls to be canceled, obviously, because really? wow. we can't have dissent. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really tragic. So, uh, yeah, obviously it's, it's, it's sad to see, but nothing we, we haven't, we, we couldn't have imagined, you know? So I also noticed some, I guess, reports and, uh, there was like a tweet, uh, that I have here that, uh, of someone showing, uh, that, uh, it says here, uh, the, the hashtag freedom convoy is gone and downtown Ottawa is a secure zone, even though there are police patrolling our streets in mass. Starling restaurant in, in the market was robbed. The robber hit them at night, then again during the day. If you recognize this person, please contact the police. So there have been, I guess, reports of crimes and that the police is focusing more on the protests or these peaceful protesters who aren't necessarily doing a crime, and now they're less focused on the like actual crime out there. So do you believe that the case, do you think that do you think that they're so low on manpower, you know, because they're focusing on, you know, the the protests? Well, I mean, there's always what to be said that the Canadian uh, police force rides in on horses, you know, or uh, caribou. <laughs> no, but uh, um, are they, are they called low mounties? on forces? What, what? Aren't they called mounties? Yeah, the, the the Mounties. That's super intimidating, by the way. When I see a a, a guy wearing a red, wearing a, riding a moose, you know, it's, it's super in- intimidating. Um, no, but I mean, <clears throat> are they low on manpower? I'm sure they have way more. Let me put it this way: If Trudeau wanted to really seriously fight the Freedom Convoy, he would use literally every single dollar that the government had to to stop the, the, the freedom convoy, which he essentially did with the, uh, with the emergency powers act. Uh, but now that we have other crime, I mean, it's not as important, you know, theft is not as important as honking. So honestly, if you're, if, would you rather be robbed or honked at? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, honking is, I mean, I don't know. Have you ever been on the road? Honking is a crime to me. I don't know about you. It's just like, you know, someone's you know, you know what? That's me. fair. I, like when I, when someone honks at me, I feel like getting out of the car and starting a riot. Yeah. That's, that's honestly, that's fair. But uh, yeah, no. So like, again, this Trudeau, this is, this is just more of this Trudeau really, is Trudeau really being, being faithful to the Canadian people? Uh, look, I'm as with, uh, Luke, who unfortunately is not here today, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Canada, but uh, I will say that the past few weeks have shown me that the Canadian people 
or at least the freedom loving Canadian people are, are really, they really got America in their heart. Um, there's some hope. There's some hope for them. There's some hope, a <laughs> tiny glimmer of hope for Canada, <laughs> as small as it is. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like, again, doesn't surprise me that he he's being not so tough on other crime because he has to deal with the immediate pertinent threat of honking. Um, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much all there is to say. Canada Trudeau is going to Trudeau. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Are there but, term limits in Canada? Um, like when when is sure. Trudeau like going to be replaced? Sorry, I'm not so knowledgeable in Canadian politics. Uh, nor do they have term limits. And instead, they can stay in office as long as the government has the confidence of a majority in the House of Commons of Canada under the system of responsible government. Well, so it seems like there's a big no. <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate. All right. uh, although I do hear reports, uh, Trudeau, um, public, what, what's his, um, uh, what's it called? I'm, I'm blanking out on, uh, uh, polling, poll numbers. Uh, that's not the right word. Trudeau's no failing grade approval. There it is. Thank God. That took way too long. <laughs> approval rating. Uh, low approval rating for Joe Biden. Survey results about Trudeau. Forty percent of Canadians, according to Politifact, which is no right wing conservative bastion of you know of conservatism. Uh, apparently. Only one to think the prime minister has made them want to vote for him because of how he has dealt with the situation. Hmm. Apparently. So it looks like this isn't even popular among Canadians. Trudeau, that, that being Trudeau's response is not popular among Canadians. Um, but actually, I want to also take a quick look at the Israeli freedom convoy that you mentioned earlier. Um, I didn't really know much about it. I saw a video. Uh, you know, you see stuff every every now and again. Uh, you see the vi- I saw a video of them driving down uh, one of the one of the highways in uh, uh, in Jerusalem. I've read an article about them, uh, you know, stopping at a midpoint between Tel Aviv and Israel and uh, sorry in Israel and Jerusalem and uh, setting up their freedom convoy there, um, which was stopped by the police promptly because we can't have dissenting views in Israel. Um, so similar. I don't think that, in fact, I know that there's been no declaration of emergency powers declared by the Israeli government over these convoys, um, which is at least comforting that they're not, you know, saying these are murderous psychopaths like Trudeau is saying. Um, but it's also uh, the police came in. The reports say that the police came in without a, without a warrant and they just kind of started throwing stuff around and confiscating stuff. Um so, yeah, that's sad to see. Um, also, just to finish up the report, uh, there are, uh, in the Israeli government, there are back people who are back, government officials who are uh, backing the Freedom Convoy. I'm just getting the names up in a second. Um, I think also part of it is because they're already relaxing the mandates. So yeah, like, that's probably no also part of it. to protest anymore. Like... I know Israel's opening up again, the, I mean, the airport and letting, you know, tourists back into the country without doing, you know, insane amount of paperwork. So, right. the, I mean, and you see this, you know, all around places like even New York and 
all these other countries are relaxing their mandates. That's true. Because of the protests, maybe, maybe not. I don't know if it's because of the protests, but um, I mean, if they are relaxing the the process, it's like, well, I mean, look, you're 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 stopping traffic, you're affecting the economy, like you know, okay, we're already relaxing the mandates. I mean, if there's other things they want to get done, that's a different story. Because I know the protesters in Israel were demanding some other things, um, but I mean, yeah, you know, I guess like eventually, like it's like we get the point, and it's like how far it's like you know how long. Do you need to but stay there? What I think is important is that they're allowed to protest it. It's not. I understand that. Um, and unfortunately, Canada and Israel are authoritarian governments. And, you, you know, you don't have rights. You have privileges. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, is like, you know, they could just send the police to, you know, to, to just, you know, disband yeah. you, you know, if, if it they says want. here that they just came in. The police just came in without a warrant. Then they just started. That's the thing. They don't they, they don't need one. That's the thing. Exactly. I'm like, you know, in America, I, I I don't really know the the law in America, but like, you know, there's usually more red tape that people need to go through in order to, you know, to actually do something. Um, unless, you know, it's like, you know, the BLM riots where, you know, buildings are on fire and, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, Oops, you know, sorry. if it's a peaceful protest, I would assume, you know, you need uh, uh, to get approval, at least here, but. I could be wrong. If anyone knows the the answer, you know, let us know in the comments below. Um, yeah, please. But uh, going on to the next topic, I wanted to actually talk about uh, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, before we got to Russia and Ukraine. Um, and so apparently it's happening there. So we all, um, if you don't know the story, um, I'm sure you've heard of the story of Kyle Rittenhouse. Um in, in uh, you know, that whole situation where he was defending himself and then, you know, he went to court and he was defending himself during a, a BLM riot, but he didn't even kill a black person. He killed a white person. And then they, they said he was innocent. And then Biden and LeBron were essentially calling him racist, even though, um, you know, he clearly isn't. Um, and they were defaming him. So he went ahead and he wanted to sue them. But yeah, Ryan, you want uh... right? So about Kyle Rittenhouse, um, yeah. So it, it's important to note a couple of things. Also, uh, one of the craziest things that actually got me was that Kyle Rittenhouse actually supports BLM. He supports their message. Um, yeah, I remember when he said that. I was like, oh wow, okay. Yeah, That's I think he went on uh, Crowder and he said, or either Crowder or uh, one of these right, uh, right leaning. Uh, uh, entertainment platforms and he said oh yeah I actually support yeah i think it was crowder he went and he said uh yeah i actually supported blm which was absolutely insane because he he went there uh just another tidbit he went he went there on i think i'm pretty sure on call to uh to assist with uh medical person with medical uh, assistance assist with medical assistance look at my great english over there um <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, so he went to assist with, uh, medical needs and stuff. And, uh, and he only brought the gun as a last line of defense. He really didn't want to use it at all. And, uh, and then, uh, who is it? The, uh, Ro Rosenbaum, Rosen Rosen Rosenbaum, I should be, I'm 
Jewish. I could say his name properly. Rosenbaum. (laughs) (laughs) It's just I uh, the the prosecutor's name. I the the prosecutor was just like Mr. Rosenbaum, and I I just love that. Um, So yeah, yeah, yeah. get that right. Come on, you have one. Come on, know your guy's name. Um, (laughs) So yeah, three three people were chasing him. One hid behind, I think one hid behind a car while he was running by in order to get behind him. Uh, and then uh, they they got him on the ground. They started hitting him. And only then did he pull out the gun and he shot two of them. He shot two of them fatally. And the third one was just like, hey, I'm, I'm you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, had his hands up, I think. Um and you're gonna say, well, that's that looks bad if he shoots him. But then he tried to reach for the gun, so Kyle shot him in the arm. And you know, all these lefties who say, oh yeah, you should you should shoot, but not fatally if you're gonna use a gun. Well, we see what happens when you try to do that. They still come after you anyway. So yeah, what's um, the point? And then, and then essentially, what happened was, you know, during the trial when he actually went up to talk about it, you know, he started you know crying and he broke down. And LeBron yeah. made a tweet. You know, saying like, oh, you know, he ate lemons like before and, you know, you, you know, racist, this, that. Yeah. And, you know, Joe um, Biden, how what to say. And Whoopi yeah, Goldberg Biden did the same say. thing. And so because of, you know, this uh, because, you know, these are very, you know, LeBron is one of the you know best basketball players in the NBA. Um, and then you have the president of the United States, you know, yeah. uh, defaming you like that. It's just like. Like he it's like demoralizing. Yeah, he, afterwards he was like he was thinking of changing his name because like yeah. he just all these like death threats. So like so the yeah. fact that they defamed him like that it was just terrible. And so he's actually thinking of suing them. Um, I I, th- it, I think according to the article it says he wants to. I don't think he actually went ahead and did it yet. Um. Well, yeah. So it, once you're declared innocent, which is this is the crazy part. He was already declared innocent. So. Of all people, you would think Joe Biden would realize, like, the guy who's supposed to be, you know, the upholding law of the land, who's better than Trump in every way, except for the fact that he can't think, doesn't know where he is, doesn't know who he is, can't read a teleprompter, doesn't know how to answer a question. Besides for all that, you would think that Mr. Joe Biden uh, would be able to realize, hey, you know, this guy was declared innocent, maybe I shouldn't put my half of us, I would say two cents, but he probably doesn't even have that much going on in his brain. So he wouldn't be able, he shouldn't put his half of a cent into the conversation. But Joe Biden, the, you know, most popular president in history, please don't question the election at all, please. Um, He, uh, he had to put his two cents in there. And uh, he defamed Mr. Kyle Rittenhouse. Which is something I've noticed about like, you know, media and, you know, the left and these type of people in general is that they very much a lot of time, you know, jump to conclusions before they get all the facts mm-hmm. or you know a lot the, the point of news and media is you want to be the first one to get the you know you want people to watch your stuff okay right and in order to get people to watch your stuff okay these type of news you want to be the first one to get it because if you're the first one to get the information out okay then you're then the I'm breaking gonna, story yeah you're, i'm gonna watch it. you because but the problem with that is then you some you sometimes you'll you'll be wrong sometimes with the information or you just won't have all the information because you're you know boom 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 you're trying right. to get the information out as fast as possible and because of that um i feel that they 
they jump to conclusions a lot. Um, you know, right. especially, you know, and I could like, and especially with uh, the president of the United States and LeBron, first of all, they're not looking into the information. They're way too busy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the president is focusing on 50 different things at once, you know, international relations, um, you know, national, uh, you know, uh, you know, this state, that state there, he's doing 20, 30, 50 different things. The last thing he's doing is taking the time to, you know, watch videos and to look into the, the, you know, court right now, and same thing with LeBron. He's a basketball player and he's a famous person. I'm sure he's busy also. So like, they obviously don't have time to look into this stuff. So if you don't have time to look into this stuff, then don't state an opinion on it based well, off of no facts. If you if you obviously know you have no time to look into it. Well, yeah. Well, that's probably why they put their two cents into it because the people who actually have opinions and actually take the time to look into things, they're not so – I mean – now that I'm saying it, it's pretty obvious. But the people who take time to look into things don't just jump and say, this guy's a white supremacist. They see that, hey, there was more than just white guy shoots black guy, even though there was no black guy. There was there, there was never any black guy at all. He shot three white people, <laughs> which I hate to be the guy who, who focuses on the race. But if we're going to focus on the race, they were all white. I, don't, I, I really don't understand this. I think it was the fact um, that he, he went to a BLM you know, right. riot. That's um, what they're talking about. Interesting. I saw a video. One of the guys who he shot was flagrantly and without regard, just using the N word, totally white and just using the N word. So I guess we're backing that now. Um, so, yeah. And uh, so in terms of the, the lawsuits, they seem like slam dunks to me. I'm not a I'm not a a uh, law aficionado. I can't tell you exactly everything that's going on but it seems like he from what i hear it seems like he's got slam dunks um ironically on lebron james <laughs> will he be the first person to slam dunk on, on lebron james i don't know i don't know enough basketball history but uh it seems like he, he he's got le- at least legs to stand on i can't i can't say slam dunk but he's got at least legs to stand on so this should be interesting if these actually go through um i'll definitely be watching them um yeah i can't wait to see what happens you know it kind of reminds me it really reminds me of that time when uh you remember that uh protest with you know uh, native americans in front of the nick sandman what was it nick sandman nick sandman that was his name yeah he was the 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 teenager who went to the catholic high school and the, the guy was drumming in his face and he was just smiling and everyone was quick to call him a white supremacist yeah, so I mean, this is kind of what it reminds me of, and so you know, the Washington Post just you know went after this person defaming him, and you know, CNN they, also went after Sandman, I think, and he won that that case. He 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 sued CNN, and I think he won. Yeah, no, he. So it says here that they settled, you know, two hundred fifty million, you know, dollars for you know, you know, defaming him. You know, and actually, I think funny about that is I think uh, Mr. Doughboy Brian Stelter actually like went after him again after they lost. And I think he sued, I'm pretty sure he sued them again. I, I, I can't confirm that, but I'm pretty sure I saw that he, 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 he doubled down on it because they kept going after him and they, I'm sure someone at CNN was like, Hey dude, shut 
they went over to Brian Stelter and they were like, dude, shut up. <laughs> he kept slamming them in court and I think he kept winning. Um, he, I can't, I can, again, I can't confirm completely, but I'm pretty sure I saw that he like, that Brian Stelter was, was going after him again. And he was like, all right, keep going. I'll keep suing you. Um, so yeah. And there's just a lot of fun stuff going on at CNN, which is a total side point, but so much sex scandals going on over there. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, so, you know, I guess we'll wait and see what happens with those lawsuits. If they go through, um, you know, I wish him the best of luck. Um, and I hope he gets a lot of money out of it. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what did Palpatine say in uh, episode, episode one? He said like, I'll be watching your career with, Great enthusiasm or something. When he saw Anakin Skywalker, he's like, I'll be watching your career with great enthusiasm. That's yeah, I feel so, like Emperor Palpatine right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll we'll see what happens there. And we'll definitely let you guys know um, you know, if there are any updates um with that. Um, but now for the uh, you know, big news of the week, which oh you know, if I mean, if you haven't heard this, then you're you know, you're living under a rock. Okay, you know, okay, we all know pretty much. <laughs> oh, wait, no, maybe they were no, you can't don't maybe they were waiting for our news podcast to tell them uh, the news. Ah, uh, so. we thank you. We thank you guys. <laughs> oh my god, we love you. <laughs> love you so yeah. much. Um, <laughs> but if you but, haven't heard then I mean, this they is probably this heard is... like on Facebook and stuff. You know like, you know when you're watching a, you know, Marvel movie and stuff and you know people like you know, if you don't see in the first week, you know, then there are like spoilers on. Right. You know, so on maybe, maybe our maybe they saw it there. Yeah. So we'll hope that you guys are not getting spoiled here. But spoiler alert. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> the world is in the middle of World War Three and we're just sitting through it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, Russia decided to uh, invade Ukraine. Um, it's fine. They don't want Ukraine to uh, to be part of Russia. They want to replace the government with a you know, a, right. a, a government that will listen to Russia more kind of like, um, what's the, what's the other one next to it? Um, it's Belarus. Sorry. Belarus. Um, so Bessie, you know, Bel you know about Belarus, you know, there's kind of a dictator there and he's very obedient to Russia. So essentially they want to do the same thing. They want to replace the government because Ukraine's kind of, you know, been a bad boy and, you know, daddy doesn't like that. So who's Zelensky? <laughs> you know, Zelensky? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's... so, you know, for, so if you are one of the people who are waiting for our podcast, thank you so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, basically, if you don't know the, uh, Ukrainian, basically this whole thing started because Ukraine wanted to join NATO. Um, and Russia doesn't want that because essentially after the Soviet Union broke up, he made these, um, different they made these different countries or, or states to kind of be a buffer between Europe and, and Russia. Um, and so if Ukraine joins NATO, then there'll be American troops on the border, you know, right by the border of Russia, which they don't want. Um, and, you know, Putin was like, well, you know, this is, you know, not fair because essentially NATO was created during the Soviet union. And, right. NATO was made to combat the Soviet Union, but when the Soviet Union when the Soviet Union fell, you would think, hey, you know, they don't need NATO anymore because the Soviet Union fell. So Putin's argument is like, well, 
you know, I'm being hostile because, you know, NATO is a threat to me and they shouldn't be a threat to me because, hey, like, you know, the Soviet Union is not a thing anymore. Um, but, you know, NATO is still there and, you know, America is part of NATO and they don't want American troops on, you know, on the border. So he basically threatened, um, you know, that he would invade Ukraine if, you know, they don't stop it. And essentially, people like thought it was a bluff. Um, you know, in today's world, you don't really see a lot of country like countries invading countries anymore, like not or not big countries. You don't see like war between two countries anymore. It's it's I don't think I think the last one was what, like Vietnam or something. You're saying like big world spanning fights or like, yeah, because I mean, so we you, see Israel fighting, you know, other countries all the time. Unfortunately, you're right. Um I mean, I guess but it's not are... like it's not in terms of conquest. No, Israel's but it's not, not trying it's to not claim more country land. against countries. It's it's Israel versus terrorist groups, but it's not country versus country. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Six Day War was well, the, yeah, in like what, the 19... entire Middle East. Yeah, but that was in 1967. Okay, when was the Vietnam True. War? 70, 80. Also, I don't si- know. 60s. Was it 60s, 70s? 95 percent percent sure it was the 60s. 1955 to April 30th. Come on, just one more word. Wikipedia, <laughs> one you're failing here. <laughs> oh, wow. It was actually a literally a 20-year war. It was November 1st, 1955 to April 30th, 1975. So a 20-year war spanning yeah, the entire so... 60. So I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong. but anyways you don't you haven't really seen a lot of this and because you know we're so interconnected with technology it's like it's you know it's much easier to you know have conversations and to talk to one another um and essentially and because everyone every country out there not every country out there but you know a lot of countries out there have nuclear power okay they don't want to start a war because there's actually only nine Technical nuclear powers. There's only nine, I think. If America, Russia, like one, no, no, no. I mean countries. Let me be more specific. There are nine legally defined uh, nuclear powers in the world right now. Uh, um, I'm pretty. Let me let me just go through them. It's um, America, Russia, China, Israel, uh, Turkey, India. List of states with nuclear weapons. let me be more specific. It's America. Uh, name one second. I know them. I, I let me. I, I'm in the you middle of a class on this. So I, this. <laughs> I hope my teacher's not listening because she'll oh, yeah. call me out. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. What so you ta- I, wait, it's what the, you the con- It's called uh, uh, weapons of mass destruction, and it focuses on uh, nuclear weapons, bio uh, weapons, and chemical weapons. Sounds um, like a so great the, class. The, so here we have we have United States, Russia, uh, United Kingdom, so England, France, China, India, Pakistan, North Korea, and Israel. Those are the countries with um, that are considered quote unquote to be the nuclear powers of the world. Now they're broken up into separate categories. There's like the the five main super superpowers, which is the first five that are listed: United States, Russia, England, France, and China. Um, that are part that they're part of the NPT, the non non Plurif- this word always gets me. Perlif- eh. Come on. 
proliferation, thank you, non-proliferation treaty. Um, then there's the, 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 the second group, which is the three, the, the second set of three that I listed, which is India, Pakistan, and North Korea. Those are not under the NPT, uh, non-proliferation treaty. And then there's Israel, which is, Israel is the most interesting uh, obviously, because it's Israel, um, they don't declare that they have nuclear weapons, but they everyone knows that they have nuclear weapons, but they're not <laughs> declaring that they have it. I mean, yeah. it's just a, it's just a brilliant move by obviously, it's a brilliant move by Israel because technically, they don't on paper they don't have it, but they 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 do. So, oh my god, there was um, a there was a really funny comedian. I forgot he was talking about. Um, how like it's funny because you're saying how Israel doesn't actually claim they have, but everyone knows. And then he was talking about North Korea, where it's like, oh, um, you know, we're making nuclear weapons, and we and we have them pointed at you, and we're gonna fire them. And everyone's like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. you know, just to prove that you don't, okay, we're gonna be we're gonna make movies taunting you to shoot them at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so yeah, it's just a very interesting situation what's going on. And I think what's going on right now because of, uh, Biden's great leadership, Iran is also working on their nuclear program, which is scary for me, uh, as an American who loves Israel. Um, so yeah, uh, there's that. Um, anyways, let's get back slightly more on topic. So yeah, we have a yeah. big, a big, uh, so, big invasion yeah, going they don't, on. We, you don't want to go to, you know, to war with you know, big countries anymore because the, the, the possibility of, uh, you know, the, the losses, the cost would be greater than the gain essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Especially and, nowadays where everyone's, you know, as you said, everyone's in communication, uh, the optics just look terrible, no matter, even worse than, uh, what it maybe did, you know? Yeah. Like back. during world war two, like, you know, you had those type of things cause there wasn't really, each country felt separate, but right. I kind of, and that's the thing with like globalism, like each country kind of feels like it's like, it kind of feels like the entire world is a country and like each country is a state now, in unlike in sense, World yeah. War II where, you know, we're all so, even, you know, we all, we didn't have communication. I mean, we had communication just wasn't, you know, as efficient as it, as, as it is today. So right. it's like, you know, I could just make a phone call hit to someone in England and you'll be like, oh, okay, hi, how's it going? It's like, right. while there, you know, you, know, you had to do like a telegram and you know, other things. <laughs> so, you know, it just felt bigger and more separate. And now like the world feels smaller and, you know, so you just really, like, you just don't see countries fighting other, you know, going to war with other countries as much. So with that right. said, when someone says, hey, I'm going to evade another country, we don't really take them seriously. Right. Um, and and then Russia and then Putin was like, but I actually am. Um, yeah. So and then he like, did. Oh, like, you know, you don't you don't you're not taking me seriously. And I think that's also the point is he wants people to take right. it seriously. Um, and he also knows America's not going to do anything. Okay. <laughs> right. So this is what I wanted to touch on. Um, I'm having a hard time seeing how this isn't President Biden's fault. Because let's look at the past four years. Um under the unnamed awful president, um, there was several things going for the fact that there was not a chance that under Trump, Russia was going to invade. Not a chance. One, 
Trump is the most unpredictable person possibly to ever grace his orange face on this on this planet. There is no way to know anything that's going in that man's brain for good and bad. You know, he could say whatever yeah. he wants, whenever he wants. And that's that's a great way to keep a country from invading another country. Because either A, you're going to get applause from Trump, or B, he's going to nuke you so fast that you won't even know what hit you. And there's no way of knowing. So Putin was kind of on his toes when uh, Trump was in, in – uh, yeah, I mean, you could you could say what you want about Trump, but one thing I think he did excellent was you know, uh, you know, international uh, you know relations. Yeah, because you know. he was because his unpre- unpredictability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His unpredictability was was the the Trump the, tr- the Trump card that that uh, kept countries in check. Also, he's just willing to back up his words with action. Yeah, exactly. The fact that his unpredictability was backed by sincerity. If you if you do this, I will come after you, and you know he meant it. There was not a chance Russia was invading. Um, also, um, so huge. That's probably the biggest point as to why Russia didn't invade uh, under by uh, under. Excuse me, under Trump, uh, which where obviously as opposed to Biden, where he can say something and he can mean it as much as he wants, but there's not a chance it's happening. Um, Second of all, uh, these these sanctions that Biden put on um, were actually Trump era sanctions that were dropped because of, oh, Trump put them on. They must be bad. Uh, Turns out, uh, surprisingly, Trump did that for a reason. Uh, Namely, he wanted to make sure Russia didn't amass an army. Um, And so the fact that Biden is now putting them back on. Kind of shows you that Trump was a little right. <laughs> yeah, and also it's like it's too late. He already amassed an army. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, I, he was right, and you still missed the point. The point was make sure you stop them from building the army. Not now that they have an army, make sure they have no money. They have what they need already. They have the army. That's that's the point. They have the army. Um, yeah, and also and, like they just see what Biden did with Afghanistan, and they kind of just like says this guy has no idea what he's doing, and you right. know here's our chance right exactly it, that that that's also true that the the absolute terrible uh exodus to borrow a traditionally jewishly used word uh the exodus from afghanistan his absolute terrible treatment of that was an indicator to putin that uh probably now is the right time to do it because any american anyone who doesn't who shouldn't be here there's no chance of getting out and that's what, and that's how he's going to cause the most damage. Is if the, the leader who's supposed to be there for the people cannot be there for the people, that's the time to strike. When if if your president has no way of getting you out of the country, and you want to cause damage to Putin's job right now is to, at least in my opinion, Putin's job right now is to indicate to the world that you should not f with him because he yeah, will exactly. he he is going to destroy anyone who tries to come up to him um the best way to do that is to make sure that as many people are involved as possible whether you want them all to die i'm not sure um because once i don't know all the americans are dead doesn't that just not stop america from invading i don't know i'm not a political i'm not a military strategist but putin wants as many countries involved in this as possible but not directly so having people who are in Ukraine now who are American is good for, 
for Putin because he's kind of holding them hostage for America. And the fact that Biden can't get them out securely, or at least he hasn't indicated a, an ability to do so. I mean, also, but it doesn't seem like he's going after the citizens specifically. It seems like- he's No, no, no. Because he, he's not going to say, I'm coming after the American citizens, because that would just be blatantly declaring war on, on America. If I'm coming, if Putin tells Biden, hey, your citizens, your citizens are here, I'm going to come for them. Um, Biden's going to take that as a declaration of war before, I mean, after 30 minutes of trying to remember who the person he's sitting across from is who he is. Um, so he's going to take that as a declaration of war and that's going to, that's going to, that's going to actually push America over the edge right now. He's kind of, he's, he's kind of playing, he's kind of, he, he's sucker punching him and saying, Hey, your people are here. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of quick jab, see what's going on. And uh, Biden can't really do anything. He's, he's declared sanctions. He's, I think they're having a cyber attack on, on Russia. There's not really much more they can do. They can't bomb Russia at this point. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, because it's also, I think, a, a, a thing with superpowers also. Okay. You have like the three superpowers. You have, you know, uh, America, Russia, and China. Okay. <clears throat> if any of those countries go to war with each other, then it's kind of like, you know, the end of the world, kind of, because that's going to, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be our third world so, war that everyone's going to. Yeah. So, so that's right now, why, that's also a reason why America doesn't want to fight. And Russia knows this. And right. Because, Here's the thing, you know, America is like the police of the world, I guess you could say, if, if, uh, because, you know, if you're the number one superpower, you know, I guess there's certain responsibilities right. you have to the world, I guess. Um, and they know that in the last few decades or, or years, um, you know, America has been, you know, like after, you know, in the 1900s, you know, in early 2000, you know, America was like very hot, like, you know, you don't mess with us kind right. of and that that spark kind of you know went away a little bit especially with mm. china catching up with us um especially with what china catching up with us right um yeah. and you know they know that they can start pushing us around because we right we're we're a dog with with a bark but no bite right um, exactly and now china's backing up russia and what's really bad about this what i think is actually worse is not it's not the fact that Russia is taking over Ukraine. I mean, obviously it's bad. And I, you know, you know, I, I think, you know, everyone should be safe and everything in Ukraine, but by letting Russia take over Ukraine, you're giving the green light for other countries to, to take over other countries and more specifically China to take over Taiwan, Correct. which, That's which is also probably a right bigger now. issue and probably would affect America more than Ukraine because I don't know what Ukraine really offers America, but I do know Taiwan um, makes semiconductors, which America wants to have control over. And, you know, if if Taiwan is Taiwan, which is America's ally, okay, you know, then, you know, America essentially has, you know, um, has uh, control over the semiconductors. But then if China takes it over, then no. So you're basically, you know, China is looking at this situation very closely and also Taiwan's looking at this very closely um, and right. seeing what America does because <laughs> it really all depends on what America does. Okay? Correct. In some odd way, even though like it's really weird, it's, even though it has nothing to do with like America in, in some sense because Ukraine versus Russia and, you know, it's part of the EU and NATO. The fact that America is the world power and won't do anything 
okay, is like I said, a green light for other countries to do the same. Right. And I, I think a very, as, as I would expect of my co-host, you made a very astute point that not only is this about Russia and Ukraine, this is 100% about China and Taiwan. Um, China is looking at this. They're obviously backing, uh, not, not obviously, let me put that more specifically. They're not explicitly backing Russia. They're saying we're kind of not saying this, but you know for a fact that China's looking at Russia. First of all, they're helping Russia because there's no way that China and Russia are not in cahoots right now. Um, and also they're, they're looking at this and they're saying, hey, you know, Russia's invading Ukraine, which doesn't offer, I mean, which, which is, which it's just like, uh, it's, I mean, there's not really just anything. It's Russia's invading Ukraine. We have this other country that's quote unquote, the, the, the Asian Ukraine in this scenario. <laughs> that's the wrong way to put it. But you know what? I've canceled you guys before. Um, it's like, so, oh, you have yeah, a really so, nice island over there. It'd be a real shame if you know something yeah, happened. Imagine if we could just take that over and make it part, part of us. Um, and so, yeah. So as you said also, um, America can't really do much. They're kind of just um, – until this becomes sp- – specifically and deliberately about America, America can't really do much. So China's looking at that and saying, hey, we got our eyes on you, Taiwan. We can't, we can't really do much. Well, it's you not can't, even you Taiwan. Really it's also the, the South China Sea also. Sorry? It's also the South China Sea also. Correct. Yeah. There's, there's, a lot, there's a lot on the table for China right now. And the fact that Biden still is in the middle of changing his diaper to do anything, it's, 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 it's tragic, honestly. Um, yeah, and another 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 thing about um, Biden's weakness is that I, I mean, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. I think it's a problem we've been spending the past you know few years under Biden. Instead of building up the military militarily, which is what you would think you'd want to do, we've been building it up diversity, di- diversely. They've yeah, been we have diversity, diversity quotas. We're not we're not projecting strength. We're projecting, hey, we want fifty percent of our troops to be women. We want fifty percent of our troops to be gender non-conforming, non-binary. We want fifty percent of our troops to be black. Instead of just saying, hey, we want the strongest men for the job or strongest women. I don't care. I really don't care. We want the strongest people for the person, job. Strongest person. I want the strongest person for the job. And it's indicative of the fact that we've had to lower the standards for for entry into the United States military to include uh, weaker groups of people yeah. physically, physically weaker groups of people would be more very specific. Um, yeah. I yeah, remember so- I saw a recruiting video. Um, you know, you see the recruiting video for America. It's like, Oh, you oh know, yeah. I saw shows. this. You saw this? <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like the, with a ahead. girl and like, you know, she's very proud of her. I think, uh, homosexual uh mothers and you know that's what makes her want to like you know join the army it's all like very you know sunshine and rainbows and very you know very happy go lucky kind of kind of place you know that's why i want to join the army and then you know you cut to the russian recruiting video it's like you know badass jumping out of planes (laughs) jumping out of planes shooting (laughs) it's like crazy it's like okay i kind of want to join the russian military now (laughs) like it's ridiculous (laughs) yeah it's it's really it's really insane um, I, there's just nothing more to say on that. Biden projects weakness. Trump projected, if not strength, he projected unpredictability. Um, 
even though obviously he no. did project literally strength, anyone but... else besides biden would be with. and that's actually a point i wanted to make i heard i was i i happened to indulge myself every so often in the tim pool podcast oh really and he made a very astute point um not very astute actually more just like kind of true but sad i kind of would prefer if kamala pa- Kam- kamala paris kamala harris were the president at this point um really for no other reason other than the fact that she's one crazy psychopath. <laughs> she's one crazy dude. And I use the word dude loosely. There is no way to predict what she's going to do. She is, she's going to laugh at you after telling you that she's going to bomb you. And she's just crazy. Um, Biden is she's a sleepy. Joker. What? Because she's the Joker. She's honestly, I'm scared of her. Like if she were to show up to my house, I'd. I would be more scared than parents. like, yeah, dude, I wouldn't, I would not be able to handle that it. Fake um, smile. She, dude, she's so creepy, bro. It's so crazy. Creepy. She's literally oh the Joker God. in real life. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and it's, and it's sad to say that like, I kind of prefer her to be the president at this point. Like, you know what lefties you get, you got to win on this one. I'd prefer if the crazy black lady who locked up everyone while she was a a a, 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 a senator? I don't know. Her previous job was a senator, I think. Either a senator or a congressperson. Um, senator. She so, was a senator of something. I forget. Yeah, I think she, California. Uh, yeah. So um, I kind of prefer her at this point in term like, just because she's crazy. <laughs> Imagine Russia trying to put up with her. Like, she'd just laugh at them. So how long do you think uh, this Russian-Ukraine thing is going to last? Um, hmm. It's kind of hard to tell because... Um, I think they're moving pretty quickly, actually. They are, but... They're, like, not far The from thing the is that Putin's army... Oh, sorry, Putin's army. Ukraine's army doesn't really have a chance. No. It's sad to say because Russia's got that large, badass ass army. army. <laughs> <laughs> there's... There's... there's there's no way Ukraine's winning this if there's no outside intervention. Um, I'm not advocating for outside intervention. I'm just saying it's hard to see a scenario where unless literally Ukraine provides every single person, not even eligible, every single person with a gun, that there's no, I don't see a way of Ukraine making it out of this. Yeah. There was a funny meme where it's like, oh, uh, the U.S. is like, I'll give you, uh, you know, guns, and then the then the English is like, oh, I'll give you, you know, bow and arrows, and it's like, oh, I'll give you this, and then you know, you just let Ukraine fight off alone. It's like exactly all right, like, like backing you up, but they're not really backing you up. <laughs> right, and I actually saw a great clip. I said that um, Ukraine needs to provide everyone with guns. Uh, they're actually starting to do this. I know I don't know how far along in the process they are, but yeah, all their CNN analysts guns. They, they're giving all their citizens, like, it's official? Okay. so In Ukraine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They want, they're giving yeah. everyone? So I saw a CNN, like, a clip from CNN, which I don't watch CNN. God forbid I do I watch CNN. But I saw a meme, a clip, of uh, of one of the CNN analysts. Like, uh, he had someone, he, he was interviewing someone from Ukraine. And they're like, yeah, we're going to have to start providing everyone with uh with guns and then it's like that's the moment you realize why the second amendment is real like <laughs> in I mean, case the second amendment is not even for fighting other countries i mean right it's fighting our own is, but that's a- is for your own 
but it's the same it's the same concept you're right which is one of the reasons why they say america is so hard to conquer is because first of all america is separated by two oceans okay the pacific and the atlantic and second is that even if you do get to land to land you have to deal with 300 million you know citizens that own like 10 to 20 guns each (laughs) well as much as I would want that to be the case, unfortunately, it's not. Not everyone owns a gun here. You're right. Um, well, maybe half, so, half of that. But anyways, but you, right. know, you get the point. Right. So, like, that's why, as, I mean, if the past three years have shown us anything, it's why the Second Amendment is the probably the second most important amendment, which is fair because it's the Second Amendment. Um, <laughs> the past, you know, the, the, the BLM riots where people were literally walking into houses and just taking what they wanted. And literally hurting people, just whoever they wanted. But, um, yeah, that was where huge gun ownership in America skyrocketed, absolutely shot through the roof. Um, and then Ukraine, this Russia-Ukraine situation is even more of an indicator. It's it's the other reason why in it, the BLM riots were saying, "Hey, the police aren't always there for you." That's why the Second Amendment is important. This, the Ukraine versus Russia situation you know the world war three that we have going on is the other reason is the other big reason is is um it's saying you know hey a a government might try and take you over whether it's whether it's a foreign one or your own we you need a way of defending yourself from them um so yeah it's just it's just great seeing that this the pro second amendment uh side of the argument getting a couple uh free throws in it's good to see and I just wanted to end on one more little, uh, little, little tidbit, um, just to unless you had something else to say about that. No, no, go on. So another little piece of news was Shank uh, Uyghur, Shank Uyghur, however you say his name, of the Young Turks. You familiar? Um, is he like the bigger one? He's the big dude. Okay. I yeah. mean that in several in several ways. He's the big okay. dude over there. I think. Um, I, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. come on it's bullshit you know like that that yeah 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 so he said he he tweeted he twittered that (laughs) um he said that uh the republicans like putin because he's white not just because he's an authoritarian dictator and he got absolutely blasted on twitter um (laughs) we don't like we as in i'm including myself in a group of people that i don't necessarily agree with um people on the right don't like putin that's the end of the sentence it's not we don't like putin because blank we don't like putin because this we don't like putin it's this it, is the craziest thing that's ever been said i saw a ever. really funny uh twitter post by a comedian he he's like because all this is happening with you know putin and you know attacking ukraine so he he tweeted he's like you know, have we checked Putin's old tweets? <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, if we could just go back and look at his old tweets, we could find something and then cancel, like, Putin. It's like... Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Imagine if you could just cancel Putin. It's like, just making that. fun of the fact it's like, yeah, that would work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's perfect. Why don't we just cancel Putin? That's that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, like, guys, yeah, let's so go like... check his old tweets. And yeah, that will definitely make a difference. <laughs> and it's just like... These people on Twitter live in another world. They they think what they say makes a difference. It's yeah. It's just it's sad to see. I just, 
sometimes I, I give up on the world a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes there's hope. So. Uh, yeah. So anything else? Anyways, um, no. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, we, you know, we wish the safety of everyone in Ukraine. Of course. Everyone in Ukraine. To end soon. Yeah. So with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So that's this week's episode. Tune in on YouTube, hit the subscribe button so you can get notifications when we post new episodes. And tune in on wherever you get your audio podcasts. We hope you have a good rest of your week, and we look forward to seeing you next time.